Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome, guys, to Into the Nerdverse issue seven. Um, Yeah, uh, it's definitely more than six and we haven't done eight yet. Um, today is slightly different. We do not have Stacy because he's got a, a migraine, which is quite ironic because the day before this was recorded, I was off with a migraine. Um, and today we have the amazing Keto. Where? Um, uh, it's that Among Us thing behind you. Oh, cool. That's fine then. That's fine. <laughs> hey guys. <laughs> Hello. Uh, how are you doing? <laughs> oh, it's nice to have you on here. Yeah, it's good. It's good did- to actually get to chat to you. Yeah, like it's 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 never we've never actually had like a proper like video call just us. No, we've not. It's interesting. I like it. Yeah, it's it's. I'm very jealous of the call search. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Oh, it was one of the original things that I said when I built this thing, and I even posted it tagging Corsair. Why was it not Corsair? Oh shit! I was like, you missed it. Come on, guys. Corsair, <laughs> market in here. <laughs> Corsair, if you're not listening to this, uh, I feel like you should patent pen that. Like. And do it before Keto realizes, because then, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, it's when this comes out, it will be after, it will be officially after Con. So I've got to be like, oh yeah, so I had an amazing time at Con, um, because we're currently recording this straight after Con, uh, totally not the day before I go to Con. Uh, (laughs) Did you hear about that really big thing that was, uh, that happened? Yeah. Oh yeah. That, that, (laughs) that, that massively big thing, like. Oh, and the, the weather was good. <laughs> uh, right, you're stretching it a bit far now. <laughs> oh no, the weather's came. The weather for Con came out today. It actually looks like it's going to be pretty decent. Ah, oh, that's annoying because it look it's absolute garbage up here. Yeah, but that's it, because you know you're, you're the wrong end of the UK. Wrong end of the UK. All right, okay, I see how it is. <laughs> the, the, the cheaper part that makes it more right, if I'm honest. Yeah, that's true. I mean, to be fair, it's better than the southeast. True, but that's because London hasn't got a bloody clue what it's doing. <laughs> also, very true. Uh, but yeah, today's gonna be very different because we haven't got Stacey, um, and we're we're not gonna do the top five comics of the week because I'm gonna be honest, uh, I'm I'm fed up of Marcus telling me that I'm being a uh, uh, fucking Starbucks and uh, white girl with my options. Um, that and I haven't looked, if I'm honest. Um, and Keto's currently there with the Starbucks. Um, 
I raise <laughs> you an empty can of Copperberg. Uh, oh, well, that's uh, not fair. <laughs> but guys, as always, we are part of the Robot Republic Network. If you haven't listened to any of the Robot Republic's uh, other podcasts, you have to. We have the Treehouse Podcast, which is our local horror show run by the Bandit King. We also, and, and Holly, uh, can't forget Holly. God, I will get my balls chopped off if I forget Holly. We also have Gaming Manifesto, which Marcus is not part of, totally not part of. Uh, don't listen to them. I listen to them for, for Cali, but Marcus, you know, take them or leave him. Um, and then we also have Recharge Wrestling, which ironically is about wrestling. Um, who'd have thought? Um, yeah, and also I've wrote two articles now, so go, go read them. They're both about New World, a game that I've not played since I wrote those articles. Uh, it's, it's, it's amazing because um, we ended up playing RuneScape again. <laughs> <laughs> we legitimately what, have <laughs> what has happened with that right because i have noticed so many people have fallen back to runescape and i'm like but new world came out and everybody was all over that and it's like now nah, let's go back to runescape guys so We're the done funny here. thing <laughs> is i'm on the creator program for new world so like i should be theoretically promoting it but i've not streamed it since like i i've gone back to streaming pokemon and uh like i'm streaming i streaming zelda which i'm not gonna lie I love games that at least tell me kind of what I've got to do. Um, I, I, I like it, but like I'm very much a Skyrim Assassin's Creed player when it's just like, you have to go at least in that direction. Yeah. <laughs> Rather but, than this place is really cold and you won't know that you need to eat spicy stuff unless you deliberately go over there. But I'm going to tell you you have to go over there. You have to work this out for yourself. Yeah, it's great. It's one of my top five games. Don't slander it. You, you, I am right in saying you used to stream it, aren't I? Yeah, I, I'm going to go back to it because I want to do a challenge run. See, I just want to do a fucking run. I'm still in the tutorial <laughs> area. I've, I've been in it for like four hours. You're still on the plateau. Mate, I've got a death count of 19 in three and a half hours. On the plateau? <laughs> oh. two, two of it was me jumping off the plateau, thinking this is a good way to go down. And this then I had this, <laughs> then I had a rock monster turn up, and that fucking yeeted me like five times. But I kept doing a whole, I am adamant that I'm going to beat this. Um, and it took me about three hours to get armor. Um, and it took me about an hour and a half to get a weapon. So I died a lot. Yeah, no, that's about right. Wait till you start seeing all the glitch runs of it. Then you'll be like, oh, mate, as soon as I get off the plateau, I'm going straight for the big bird. Like, <laughs> Please, <laughs> right, please do, but make a separate save because <laughs> I want to watch. I want to watch you get so pissed off with it because I've done that and I almost completed it. Still not yet. Oh, mate, that's going, that's going straight onto YouTube. I've got a YouTube video being made at the moment, which is d just my entire Nuzlocke team, uh, team wipe. So, <laughs> and that was a, a dreadnought. Like, literally, I was just like, oh, this will be fine. Nope, dead. Okay, next one, Pikachu, uh, one hit, nice. Ne nope, dead again. And I was just like, C come on, guys. Like, and... and uh. And now I'm just deliberately going doing the Dynamax candies to just like, no, I'm maxing all of you pricks out. And then we're going against the Dreadnought. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, yeah, definitely. Hey, hey, have you ever tried an Iron Man challenge yet? I haven't. Uh, I tried it and um, gave up on it. Because <laughs> um, that's brutal because you can only, you're only allowed to level up via trainers. Fuck that. Yep. It's fuck that. not fun. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. But that does lead us into what today's topic is going to be. 
Um, which is, ironically, going to be somewhat Pokemon related. But to start off with, I always do a what if, and I have a what if planned for you. Oh, no. Based on Pokemon. Okay. What if Ash chose, but what if Ash got there in time and had to pick one of the actual starters? Oh, shit. That would, for the whole branding thing, it would change everything for anything marketing wise for it. Well, because Pikachu wasn't supposed to be the face of Pokemon. No. It wasn't supposed to be like Jigglypuff or something like that. It, yeah, it was meant to be one of the, what would be classed as the more obscure ones. Yeah. Um, was it. it Jigglypuff? I'm pretty sure it was meant to be Jigglypuff. Um, but no, I imagine he actually got one of the original. No, it was Clefairy. Clefairy. Oh, well, it's close enough color-wise. It's fine. <laughs> Apparently, even after Pokemon was released, they were still trying to get it to be Clefairy. But like, I would have preferred it to be Jigglypuff, okay, because the Jigglypuff with the marker drawing on people is still my favorite thing about the show. I mean, my favorite is still the whole... Um, my, my favorite thing about Pokemon in general will always be the vine. Who's that Pokemon? It's Pikachu! It's Clefairy! Fuck! Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I know at least three streamers that have that as their uh, follow alert, and I cannot get enough of it. It's fucking great. I was going to put it to my follower alert, because currently I've got it as a channel point, but I do love the whole one that I've got now, which is the... Um, what's it? Master has granted Dobby with a Glock. Dobby is stuck. <laughs> uh, I, I heard that like the first time when I was watching it. And I honestly, I was dying for like five minutes because I was like, never heard that audio before. I love it. <laughs> I changed all of them in one go because I've also got the, uh, was it? Dobby has collected all the Infinity Stones. Dobby will uh, watch the universe, a peaceful universe, because Dobby will do what no one has done. For Dobby will kill J.K. Rowling. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that would that would sort a bunch uh, of things. <laughs> it's it's weird to yeah. I'm trying to work out what. So, sure, depending on which one he goes with, depends on how easy the first gym is. Because like I watched a video the other day, and actually Bulbasaur statistically is the best starter Pokemon. <laughs> is Grass not the worst starter statistically for every game though? No, so actually it's water. The, sorry, isn't it? Water is statistically the worst. So imagine um, well, no, actually, Yeah, <laughs> the, the thing that makes me laugh, so I was looking at it, and actually, um, they were talking about the series. And because of the type differences, Bulbasaur is statistically the better Pokemon to choose at the beginning, because when, when Ash gets to the first two gyms, one of them is weak to Bulbasaur. And actually, as Bulbasaur levels up to Venusaur as well, when you get to like the Elite Four, a lot of the moves are kind of just null and void when you're against a fucking grass and poison type Pokemon. Yeah. Um, because I'm just thinking, um, it took him so long to win, he already <laughs> had a really hard time. So, if he went for fucking Squirtle or something, like that series would have been real short. <laughs> but didn't he, didn't he lose to Brock? To what I like, he lost to Brock the first time around, yep. Um, and then I'm pretty sure he lost to Misty the first time around as well. Uh, like, because apparently that's character <laughs> development, character <laughs> development. I'm gonna lose twice and then become fucking friends with you. <laughs> Um, it, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, 
I feel like if he went without Pikachu, he'd have probably been a better trainer at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong because, like, yeah, he's still 10 and he's won one tournament now. <laughs> but this is another what if. What if Pokemon went in fucking real time? <laughs> like, what if they actually aged? <laughs> Old man Ash being like, back in my day. <laughs> Pikachu's just like dead next to him. <laughs> You've just got the skeletal remains of when he actually had a Charizard and it just says like on the gravestone died a dick, still a dick. <laughs> lived... <laughs> like Ash is just not, let's be honest, Ash in all forms of the word is a shit Pokemon trainer. Oh, 100% because I was actually talking about this earlier to one of my friends because uh, I, I was mentioning this was happening. And I was like, so it's taken him so long to win one set, uh, one tournament. But the only Pokemon you see him really training outside of battles is Pikachu. And Pikachu still gets fucking wiped. Yeah. Almost every one. And you're like, that's technically by the laws of the game should be his strongest pokemon <laughs> yeah, let's be honest if ash if if it, if it was a nuzlocke ash wouldn't have even been able to get pikachu because pikachu defeated him so like, like, like no nuzlocke rules what if you die <laughs> oh well <laughs> yeah your pokemon can actually kill you i i just but it's also like, if you look at Indigo League, and I, to this day, will always love Indigo League. I will always love the first Pokemon movie. Yep. But when he lets Put Butterfree go, you're like, no offense, dude. This was your actually the one Pokemon that actually did you justice. And you're literally letting it leave. Like, you're just like, he also almost lets Pikachu go. And you're like, this is not how Pokemon training works. Oh, I've leveled you up a bit. Bye. But you forgot about the whole thing of the show. Friendship. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Fucking anime rules. I forgot. <laughs> yeah. Anime rules. Friendship is power. <laughs> how, did we, how did we win? We either, we either keep trying or friendship. <laughs> the thing is, the, right, Pokemon literally tried to do the Yu-Gi-Oh thing of, well, sorry. Yu-Gi-Oh done the Pokemon thing of friendship. But friendship actually did make a difference in Yu-Gi-Oh. Ash still loses. <laughs> He's got all the friends in the in the whole planet, but he still loses. He might need to change his tactics. <laughs> Ash gets to that point of friendship where he's even like, you know what? My friends are doing me shit all. I'm going to find new ones in a new area. And like, not even they help. But like the one time Ash actually wins a tournament, you're looking at it like, yes, you've got the, you've got the wrong friends now because these are the ones that none of us will remember. You've got the Pokemon that none of us will remember. And you've got the shittest animation known to man. So did you really win? <laughs> Do you maybe think uh, Ash is under witness protection and that's why he has to move to the different islands? <laughs> <laughs> he actually ends up like, it's not a case of he's getting restrained. Like, like it gets to a point where Jesse and uh, <laughs> Jesse's like, uh, instead of blasting off again, uh, I want a restraining order against him. Uh, <laughs> this entire island. You took all of it. Just, just yeah. let him go. <laughs> and Missy and Misty and Brock, like, yeah, I th we were gym trainers at one point. We're like gym leaders, and even we've gone downhill. Who, <laughs> <laughs> when Ash gets asbud? <laughs> <laughs> but it's actually true when you look at it. Like somehow Ash is like the one that battles everyone. You're like, 
dude, you're literally with two gym trainers. <laughs> and you're still crap. <laughs> yeah. They've literally been training you and you still get to the fucking psychic type gym leader and lose like three times. And I'm not being funny. Yes, that, uh, that Alakazam is amazing, but psychic types are very easy to beat. <laughs> yep. Right. I, oh. I'd get it if it was a Gengar in a ghost type, because let's be honest, Gengar is resistant to like everything. Until it goes into um, um, is it Ultimax mode? What, yeah, what? Oh, oh, Dynamax. Dynamax, because it's no longer floating. That's it's true. not. A, and, you, and I absolutely destroyed someone at a tournament with that because they forgot that it doesn't float because it's got its legs on the ground. And I was like, I use dick. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at that earthquake. <laughs> yep. And then it's just like, wait. Wait, how? And I'm like, you're touching the ground, you idiot. <laughs> Look at the animation, you prick. <laughs> You've somehow single-handedly made one of the coolest and most OP Pokemon redundant. Yep. <laughs> By just putting it on the floor. Literally, if you had <laughs> if you had Mega Gengar still in the air, it would be unstoppable. But no, they just went, nah, let's make it just absolutely suck because you can one-shot it. <laughs> I, I was looking at this thing earlier and it was just like, it was looking at all the Pokemon through history of the animation. And it was like, right, if you had all of these, it was like tier one, tier two, tier three, who would be the strongest? And tier two and tier three had like, one had, uh, was it um, Articuno in there? And the other one had Entei. And I was like, okay, you can't compare the two because one is a fucking god and the yeah. other one is a fucking flappy twatty bird and like and it would be different if it was the psychic type but no and then as the other one had gengar and everyone was like oh gengar would win i was like okay what if they mega evolved we went oh yeah the, the others win yep <laughs> <laughs> that's how much that one little detail changes the whole dynamic of that one Pokemon. yeah it's allowed on the floor nah fuck it it's done it's done <laughs> like should have stu- should have stuck with a mega evolved ghastly that's how we go about it yeah uh right so this is where the, the actual conversation comes up, I'm guessing. Because this is where my stance is. Go on. Right. This is going to be controversial. The, the, no, it's the, it is the topic. It is the topic. Okay. Pokemon versus Digimon. I want to hear your take on it first, and then I'll tell you what I, what I think about it and why. Now, in my general opinion, the fact that Digimon was not around as long as it should have been is fucking criminal because yes. genuinely digimon like the actual way the show goes like they yes like obviously they lose in like a lot in pokemon but it's the way in which they lose in digimon it gets darker the storylines actually do get grittier um it's also like the digimon could talk like real people which just makes it so much fucking easier um <laughs> like I like the idea of only having one companion. I think it makes it that much harder of a choice and you actually get that bond in. Um, I think the villains are just better. Um, Digimon, and this is going to be, this is going to really trigger people, I think, this one. I love the fact that Digimon can return to their original form. I loved that whole concept of the fact that they power, they basically go Super Saiyan then power back down. Yeah. Like, That's literally it. <laughs> like, Charizard is aesthetically pleasing in a boss battle, but I, I, you know, I'd rather cuddle a Charmander. Yeah. 
uh, as soon as they evolve, you're like, oh, but now I can't. You're not huggable anymore. Right. Just, just ima- a fucking dragon. <laughs> just imagine this. You're only allowed one Pokemon, and that Pokemon's a fucking Eevee, and you can choose in battle which one it evolves into. Right. Now, you know for a fact that you're playing to my, my side there because you know how much I love Eevee. Right, that's the thing, because, <laughs> like... My two favorite Pokemon are Jolteon and Umbreon, but Eevee is in the top like five because yeah. Eevee Lucians are my love. And yeah. I was just like, just imagine, imagine you could that. swap and ch- switch and swap it all the time. That'd be amazing. That'd be so good. It really would. It'd be, it'd be like a fucking druid in D&D. Like it's Eevee's <laughs> wild shape. <laughs> like, it oh, you're doing this, Jim. Cool. Here's this evolution. We're fucking fine. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. I think I love Pokemon and I will love the games forever, but Digimon just hit different. That's my point. Now, I feel that as a product, Pokemon absolutely destroys. It is the one of the biggest merchandising things on the planet. But as a core show, Digimon was far more superior because even between seasons, the characters uh, grew up and then passed on to the next cast actively on the show. Yeah. And I thought that was just a much better way of doing it. It was a much darker story. They ended up actually infiltrating Tokyo at some points. And you're like, this is a much more gritty, way more engaging show. But it just didn't take off when it came to the merchandising things. And I don't fully understand why. It just, as you said, didn't stick about as long as it should have. Yeah. See, I think I think the concept of Pokemon is a lot more basic than Digimon. And I think that's potentially why it surpassed it, especially as an anime. Because let's be honest, if you look at the animation of Pokemon... It didn't really change until Sun and Moon. Like, they stayed with pretty much the same animation style until then. And those games, like, the game and the animation sucked for Sun and Moon. Um, (laughs) And, yeah, I feel like the animation for Pokemon just went downhill in general. Like, and I think that's an issue that a lot of animes are having. Like, they're they're trying to look too refined. Yeah. Yeah. and I think when it comes to, if you're looking at the two franchises, Pokemon wins hands down. Not just is it one of the biggest animes ever, it is probably one of the biggest franchises. It was a huge cultural movement as well. Yeah. Um, because it kind of opened up like anime and that whole Eastern culture of animation to the Western society because it just went everywhere regardless and everyone could relate to it so it's made a huge impact which is probably why it's just stayed such a constant thing in everyone's attention for such a long period of time yeah and i think i think pokemon is like i i I love pokemon indigo league i i loved i think was it advanced battle was just after that Mm -hmm. um i really enjoyed that too um but it's digimon is as an (laughs) This is going to make I, I, me calling myself an adult, and then there's going to be a lot, a lot of people like, "Oh my god, you're only 24." Uh, as an adult, I can still I, I can still enjoy a lot of Digimon. I struggle. I can't. Like, I can even watch the new Digimon. I can't watch new Pokemon. Like it just feels too childish. And not, I think anime is one of those 
amazing forms of TV where, let's be honest, a lot of it is for kids. A lot of it is. Yeah. A ton of it isn't, especially when tentacles are involved. But yep, it's true. <laughs> it translates so well to an adult audience as well. I don't think Pokemon's done that since Indigo League. Yeah, now that you've kind of mentioned it, it unlike a lot of anime and things like that, it that don't age, you can sit and rewatch them time and time again. You can't really re- uh, Pokemon. The older series is just it's not enjoyable to watch anymore. Yeah, I I really enjoyed Indigo League the last time I watched it, but it was one of those for me. It was just purely out of nostalgia. Yeah. Whereas, like, I can rewatch say fucking Yu-Gi-Oh, and I'm still like, yeah, it's so fucking amazing. Um, season one, the even number of the even number seasons of Yu-Gi-Oh is shit. It just seems to be like, oh, you're an odd number. Nice, you're a, you're an even number. Fuck nah. off. <laughs> um, no, that's fair. And yeah, like you rewatch Indigo League, and you just you're just there, and like you can't help but hate Ash. For the entire thing. You're like, actually, I, I fucking hate you. Like, <laughs> like I, I genuinely despise you right now. But yeah, no, you can't you don't you don't really get that with Digimon. Like the most annoying thing is uh the Digimon's voices in English, and that's about it. And it's that's tolerable because it's of its time. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a lot of animes where the the voices make a lot of difference in the dubbed versions. Yeah. Like, especially when there's some and you find out that actually it changes the meaning as well. And you're like, oh my God. Uh, what was it? It was the big thing with um, Squid Game recently, right? That um, yeah. the translations from dub to sub are actually quite vastly different. Well, it's, for instance, uh, I know this isn't an anime, but for instance, The Witcher. It's the reason why Dan Dillion is called one thing in the game and then called Jaskier in the series. It's because his name has multiple different meanings in, in Polish. So they were like, uh, that one. <laughs> and for the TV yeah, series, go. they deliberately chose something different. So like, I was reading this thing. I was like, actually, if they did a, an animated version of Squid Game, um, they could literally go again with different, different words and phrases. <laughs> Whereas Pokemon, I think... I think my thing with Pokemon is there's not enough depth. It literally is. Let's be honest. Pokemon is a fetch quest with battles. It's like, it's like yeah. oh, we need to go and we need to catch this thing and then we're going to train it. And that's like the entire thing. And then Digimon is actually like, it actually has storylines. Like Pokemon was the first Avengers movie. <laughs> <laughs> Collect the stones, gain ultimate power. <laughs> <laughs> when you realise that, yeah, if you had time travel in Pokemon, it's basically animated Endgame. Rayquaza <laughs> yeah. um, goes on a fucking mad one and basically becomes Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, that works. I would, you... I would watch that so badly. That'd be great. <laughs> to be fair, if you can, if you... Polkia and Dialga together technically would be a multiverse-sized villain. So you could yeah. just imagine like them showing up and Doctor Strange being like, oh, "Gotta catch them all," <laughs> <laughs> and they're all dead. <laughs> Every ah, one of them. <laughs> <laughs> ah, fuck. God damn. Yeah, it. like there's a bunch of shows like that that, like you say, we didn't you, but don't quite get the limelight that I really, really enjoyed. Like uh, Monster Rancher. If you've mm. ever heard of that, I have heard. That of it, is, yeah. That is. 
an incredibly bizarre show around about the same time as like the OG Yu-Gi-Oh and things like that. But there were so many shows that came because Pokemon started becoming popular. Yeah. But like, as you said, Pokemon being the fucking absolute railroad of a franchise, it is just absolutely nuked them. Nothing can hold a hair to Pokemon. Yeah, I think... And I think the thing that helps Pokemon is the lack or the extreme amount of continuity. Like, it's one of those ones where you can't really work out if it, <laughs> if each region is... It just starts again. Or if it's genuinely a con- continuation. Like, yeah. unless you watch it religiously, you could probably tell me one way or the other. But it's like... That with Digimon, it's there's so much plot that there are continuity issues. I'm going to admit, um, and it, but it's because it's so in depth as a franchise. Whereas Pokemon is like, ah, we completed this region. I oh, start again at the new one. It's fine. Let's just go over there, start again. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. It's like the um, sitcom setup where they try and do the whole ep- the whole story in a one section. So then you can literally jump into any episode of that series and it'll still make sense. Unless it's, it's How trying... I Met Your Mother, the final unless series. It's, <laughs> unless it's the final final of uh, How I Met Your Mother, yeah. Where it's just That's... like, hey, everything happens within 72 hours. And guess what? Fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that's, that's true. Because uh, Digimon was quite a linear path. So yeah. it needed you needed the story... To, you needed to know the story for it to bring it, progress, but really the only extra thing was uh, the only thing that was kind of story driven with um, Pokemon was this gym badge. Everything in between the gym battles was just kind of filler, yeah. I guess. Yeah, the filler of. By the way, today's episode, Doran is going to do a, a Pokemon dress-up competition, and they're going to dance a bit, and we're going to have like five episodes on this. So yeah, you can skip this. It means fucking shit all. It's nothing to do with the plot. <laughs> But it's there because we're anime <laughs> and we like filler episodes. But still... Naruto, take away all of the filler. How many episodes do you have? About six. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's, that's just anime in general. Anime is like, yeah. how much filler can we fit in? And with the worst part is, like, one of my favorite series of late is The Mandalorian. But actually, if you take away three other episodes, you're taking away all the filler. Because it's literally like, hey, we're going to have a plot episode, then one filler episode, then another uh, plot episode, and then we're going to have a fetch quest, then another filler episode, and another fucking fetch quest. And you're you're like, hold hold on, you have 10 episodes a season. How can you have this many fucking filler episodes? (laughs) (laughs) It makes no sense. Almost as bad as Bleach, where it turns around and goes, uh, Bounto Arc, how many episodes? About 100? (laughs) About 100, that, that's enough filler, right? <laughs> so this is what, like, my favourite anime is what got me into anime again. Because like, I've always loved Pokemon, but I've always struggled with anime as a whole. Because I'm, I'm one of those ones that I struggle finding shit that I like. And then one thing that I liked, and it's thanks to MZ that I watched this, is Fairy Tale. Fairy Tale is a pretty solid one. And it's the fact that I'm a massive D&D player, and let's be fair, Fairy Tale is a PG-rated murder hobo D&D campaign. Like, it oh, re- shit, you've just totally <laughs> changed the whole way I'm going to perceive it that is, show now. We've killed the big bad, yeah, but we destroyed the entire city. Ah, but we got the bad guy. <laughs> it's and like, he's still down, doesn't yeah. matter. Collateral doesn't exist. Yeah, but, but, but you've just destroyed an entire city. Uh, 
yeah, but can we have our money, please? We've just killed the bad guy. Um, well, we're going to have to use this money to rebuild the city, but there's another bad guy. Ah, we get him. <laughs> like, that's lit- <laughs> that is literally fairy tale to a T. Yeah, yeah, that's way too accurate. You've now changed everything for me for that show. It's like someone on Twitter the other day said, oh my God, like, what uh, if animated D&D, what would it be like? I was like, they have fairy tale. <laughs> like, like but also i've tried i've tried to do it as pokemon D before and holy shit that was a mistake um how how the hell would you how would you set that up i i didn't if i'm honest um <laughs> i found a lot i of, appreciate the honesty <laughs> basically <laughs> my mate my mate so there's you can find a load of Pokemon D and D homebrew online, and there's some of them are epic. But my mate decided to instead of having a wild shaped druid, you have a Pokemon trainer, which basically throws their Pokeball, and you have set amount of Pokeballs depending on how many wild shapes sh- wild shapes a druid would have. Mm-hmm. And then basically the Pokemon is your wild shape. But once it's once you've got a Pokemon activated, you can't do any spells because your thing is to shout orders at said Pokemon. So that's your turn. Yeah. Okay, okay. And I really like the idea. The issue is the fucking homebrew Pokemon are fucking OB. Oh. Like there is a Quilava and it's got like 200 hit points. And you're like, um, now I'm, I'm good. As a DM, I'm good. That's not that's not quite balanced. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't do balanced D&D anyway. I'm very much like, oh, let's give you a combat rating 20 and see how you deal with it. Um uh- to be fair, from what I've seen with your D&D stuff, you do it, you do the best thing is you don't ever really say no. You go, you can try. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that's well, the best way to do it. Because then they're like, maybe I can get away with this. <laughs> well, this is the thing. Like, I'm one of those ones that as long as my players know, actions have fucking consequences. I'm happy to go with it. Like, I'm going to just like, uh, the Mighty Donut is one of the players and he like said as a distraction i'm going to use this like homebrewed grenade launcher that i stupidly made and i'm going to fire it over there as a distraction now i didn't tell him any of the stats for said grenade launcher and i didn't tell him the radius of it so So he he just knew it killed many (laughs) fucking innocents at this and it was a bloody good distraction but he was like all the npcs were like kicking off at him and he didn't understand why and i was just like you've literally just blown up people and you can't work out what you've done wrong what was his alignment oh it's definitely evil now i've changed yeah, i was about to say did that vastly change after i'm gonna the town? <laughs> i'll be honest i'm leveling my players up soon and then gonna be like so guys can you at least tell me like <laughs> i need to, i just want you level up and then give me your character sheets because your alignments are definitely changing <laughs> like you've definitely killed this big bad and he deserved to die but you also blew up half the city and if natsu dragoneel can't get past it nor can you yeah <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah just a little bit of self promo uh, monday yeah. night 7 p.m bst if you come to bull barlow at twitch.tv forward slash bull barlow there is dungeons and fucking dragons i would highly recommend it guys because i've been sitting lurking on most of the shows <laughs> Uh, there's uh, uh, I, 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 I just improvise shit like Sammy, the famous Sammy Dodger ones, uh, stick staffs at people's asses consistently. And she has fire bees. They're always fun um, because I can't say no. I'm, I also seen your, um, your you trying to figure out how to calculate the velocity of falling cattle. 
<laughs> yeah when you get told there's like was it the conjure animal thing at a set level you can conjure it's like uh, a combat rating of like eight um but like a cow is like a, a quarter or an eighth combat rating so you can com- you can conjure 36 cows oh then, i didn't realize it was that many yeah oh, it was 36 cows and when they fall to the ground um because obviously it's it's a d6 falling damage every 10 feet and he was conjuring them 30 feet in the air so each cow does 3d6 damage so it's if we times that by 36 it's a lot of fucking damage <laughs> and he was like surely they just die i was like yeah but i'm still fucking rolling damage go <laughs> like so but surely they just hit if i'm conjuring it above it's like no they hit i'm just rolling damage that is about 200 damage <laughs> And that was quite low because there was a lot of twos and threes in that in those dice. Jesus, Lord. Uh, hey, that's the way to do it. Hey, the worst thing is, is when he realised that a swarm of termites is also like a four, a, a, a quarter combat rating. So inside a mimic ship that I created, he um, made a, a combat rating eight amount of termites inside oh. this ship. I roughly ended up doing something like a hundred something d6 damage. It was it was ridiculous. Well then, <laughs> don't play D and D with your friends, guys, unless you want to absolutely lose the friendship with the DM. <laughs> yeah, oh my, but I, I'm currently thinking, could how how would I do a Digimon style D and D campaign? I was gonna I was gonna ask about that. I was like, there could be a way to do that, right? It could be. But I'm gonna Google it. because uh, I know in the later series they Digimon, they ended up doing things like um <gasps> armor. Yeah. So you could have it as enchanted armor pieces to help your creature. Holy shit, there's a Digimon race. <laughs> Sorry, what? Someone has homebrewed it. Oh well. And it's Surfimon from Digimon. <laughs> which is basically, let's be honest, just a metallic shark on a surfboard. Yeah. Um strength plus uh, increases by two dex by one the life cycle of a digimon is almost always the same they are born from a, d- a digitamer evolve and eventually die disintegrating into infinitesimal fragments of information <laughs> it depends on the subclass depends on its alignment oh. you killed them so hard they turned into ones and zeros uh- <laughs> this is this is why is this a the sub races we have the dark area, the virus busters, unknown nature spirits, wind guardians, metal empire, deep savers, uh, dragons roar, nightmare soldiers, and jungle troopers. Why is this a thing? And why didn't I know about it? Someone's created a game called Dungeons and Digimon. Uh, coming to a Twitch show near you. <laughs> Do I just end my DD campaign now and then just start, <laughs> start Digimon? Holy shit, someone has homebrewed. Uh, Agumon and Greymon. Oh, that makes me happy. Uh, Agumon is uh, Greymon's a challenge rank nine. That could be. I could. I could upclass that. Oh my god, <laughs> it's got a Nova Blast. <laughs> why? Why do people do this and not tell me? <laughs> yeah. Well, we've stumbled onto something amazing here, and we're going to see some changes soon. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Digi Talk. <laughs> I could just see. Uh... You actually, you you putting that as one of the BBEGs like fucking pets, <laughs> and be I like mean, Nova Blast. Goodbye, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
powerfully. This <laughs> this is the thing, like, and this is what I love about like my campaign D D. The players are fucking idiots. Like, I literally had this thing, and it was like you're still in an encounter, but this thing is outright just not attacking you. And I was just still walking, like, oh, I'm gonna hit it with this. It's like nothing happens. I'm gonna do this, okay? The the fireball bounces off it and hits you. Oh, I'm gonna do this. It's like okay, it carries on walking, and they're still hitting it. I'm like, guys, it's literally not attacking you. It's just <laughs> it exists. It Leave exists, it <laughs> and like. The only time it attacks you is when you use a specific type. They're like, no, I'm going to wait. And then one player was like, wait, I'm not going to attack it. I was like, thanks, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> oh, it's just, just, just trying to look. I've got a few things on like Digimon versus Pokemon here. Mm-hmm. And this, this one's a little bit uh, controversial, should I say. Okay. It's trying to say like, it's trying to be diplomatic as shit. By basically not coming to an outcome. Oh, is that like a full thing? Oh, it's like, it's there's 10 things. It's five reasons why Digimon is better than Pokemon. And in brackets, and five reasons why Pokemon is will always be the very best. Oh. Should, we, should we unpick this? Yeah, let's, let's go. I'm up for that. Right. Digimon is better because the storylines tend to get darker where it... I agree. Pokemon is yeah. very... is is. I like the fact it's lighthearted sometimes. The only tear-jerk moment in Pokemon for me is the first movie. Hold the fuck on. Bye-bye, Butterfree. Excuse me. Actually, to be fair, yeah. (laughs) Bye-bye, Butterfree. And to be fair, when Pikachu almost stayed behind. Yeah. But we all knew it wasn't going to happen. Because it was Butterfree. That was the one that got me, man. That shit was that that traumatized me. <laughs> that just that just solidified him in my head as an asshole. And not for the fact that actually he did the right thing by letting Butterfree go, but as an asshole thinking you want to be a good trainer and you could you you have too much empathy. I'm sorry. You cannot like <clears throat> right. And this is the thing that made me laugh. I had an argument with a vegan recently because a vegan was telling me about like, oh my god, like Pokemon, like. That's just not right. They're animals. I was like, they're fucking Pokemon. It's a game. It's completely fabricated. And then they tried to say <laughs> Ash is vegan because he like has this much respect for Pokemon. He went, he fucking don't. Did you see how he treats Charizard? He's a dick. <laughs> is there not an episode where they eat Magikarp steak or something? There is, but there's also an episode where like, I sit, my favorite episode will always be the one... Um, where Team Rocket try to cook the Magikarp and it like breaks the fucking <laughs> like plant based Tauros. <laughs> what is this? It's a it's a it's a diglet, but it's the the corn edition. <laughs> Just an ear of corn. <laughs> Just sweet corn. <laughs> but. I, I do agree. Digimon does get darker. Like I think it opens to a wider range of audiences. And I think that's potentially why it works better as an adult, because it does try and show real world issues. Whereas Pokemon's just like, I want to be the very best, even though I'm shit. <laughs> to win a tournament at the age of 10, it's not fucking legit. At the age of 10 after 20 plus years. <laughs> <laughs> It's amazing. I look younger. That awkward moment when the voice actor playing you has to change because he's too old to play you anymore. Uh, there was a, a show I watched recently that was talking about uh, Nurse Joy. 
<laughs> I hope I please hope I please you must have seen it. The theory is Nurse Joy is a Pokemon, which is why they're the same in every region. See, I've I've heard that one and I cried a little inside. <laughs> Uh, because the 14-year-old over, uh, overly sexual version of me was crying. Um, <laughs> and modern-day me was cringing at other people thinking it was uh, bad. But there's one that's like Ash actually has a coma. And it's the fact that like the last two people he saw was um, a nurse Joy and um, Officer... Oh, God, the name's left me as well. God, is Officer, it? Officer Jenny. I was going to say Jenny. Jenny. I, she says that now. No one's going to believe me. But like yeah. that is what I was going to say. It's, um, it's fine. <laughs> and um, like the, they're the last two people he saw is when he was being taken to the hospital, and that's why they're always the same. And I was like, yeah, but this is exactly like the fucking Harry Potter theory that Harry Potter's in a fucking mental asylum, and that like all that like. What was the other one that Batman's in a mental asylum and like his counselors, like the Joker and like the Riddler's the guy that interviews him all the time. I was like, people are always going to have these fucking theories. Yeah. Cause it's always that theory. Uh, like for anything and even, even legend is elder fell for it. It was just, it was like, it was all a dream. <laughs> Likes awakening. It was a dream. All right, cool. Yeah, that's fine. That makes sense. But then everyone's like, everything's a dream you're like god damn it again yeah, that's just the just... easy way to get out of like continuity <laughs> literally just there like uh my dudes uh, it's it's um it's fucking made up yeah. <laughs> like, like, like we don't have to point out why this is potentially a dream sequence doesn't matter it's entertaining as shit yeah let's enjoy it <laughs> If you want to do it about the Star Wars sequels, go for it. I'd gladly accept that. But, like, but that's just because jo- I, I do love the fact that John Favreau has already been like, yeah, my world's different. Uh, it doesn't fit in with the sequels. He's made his own continuity. And we're like, we like this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is well written. Ray was not. Uh, right. What was you, you, You've just caused the <laughs> absolute uproar. Well, to be fair, I'm always happy to say, like, Ray was well-written in Force Awakens. She was not well-written after that. Yep. And it's simply because when you change the writers and then the writers disagree, and when you've got all of this bullshit... Yeah. Like, I've seen people blaming Daisy Ridley, and I'm like, no, Daisy Ridley did a good job of what she was given. And what she was given was bland as fuck and wooden. Like, that's not her fault. Like, yeah. I'm not saying she can't act. I'm not saying she can. But, like... <laughs> You can only work with what you're given, which is why there's only one actor that I will publicly say is shit, and that's Nicolas Cage. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you see, I'm not sure if you seem triggered there or if. Uh... No, it's for the fact that as soon as you said that, I just thought, not the bees! Uh... <laughs> we just need Sammy to come in and say that, do we? <laughs> Fire bees. It's fine. <laughs> right. One reason why Pokemon is the best. And it literally goes against why Digimon is the best here because it's lighthearted and fun. Well, that's is that just, it? that's literally what it says. Yeah, uh, Digimon often drives on harder topics, whereas Pokemon presents itself as an adventure, and it's sometimes what the audience need. Fuck off. That is that that in itself proves your point that you were saying earlier. It is so face value 
Yeah. Because they read a decent amount about Digimon and then they're like, because it's nice. <laughs> Thanks, guys. That's great. <laughs> Plus, the good thing is fans don't need to watch every episode to know what's happening. Good. Have you seen how many Pokemon episodes <laughs> there are? God, if I had to watch all of them to know what's happening, like I'd be dead. Like, You'd be starting One Piece again. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's be honest. When you watch One Piece, you never actually finish it because you get to a point where you're like, oh shit, I can't remember what's happened. Got to start again. And yeah. like you just, it's just a constant repeat of never quite finishing it. But also, it's always ne- like three, four seasons in, and then you're like, oh, get a wee bit of break, come back, and you're like, shit, what was happening? You always <laughs> seem to get to like nearish the same episode as well, but never quite to that episode. Like you're always like two or three episodes adrift of the last time you tried it. But it's it's same 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 with Naruto. To be fair, yeah. like that's that's the thing now. It's mainly because of how toxic the fandom is. Like Naruto is the best. I'm like it, no, <laughs> just no, <laughs> just 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 no. But it's really good. I mean, it might be. Um, I, yeah, and plus there's less of Digimon as well, like uh, considerably less. So like, I could quite happily watch all of it very quickly. Yep, you could sit and watch it in an after uh, in an afternoon, and be happy enough. Yeah, it's like if I had to watch every episode of Pokemon, like. I'd, I'd probably have to quit my job and be at it religiously, otherwise I'd get lost. Be like, wait, when did he catch that one? <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, Digimon is better because the Digimon can talk like regular people. Point you mentioned. That's fair. <laughs> it's fair, but at the same time, I don't really know how much of an impact that makes on a, a wider audience. <laughs> like, True. if I was a Pokemon trainer and I, was, I had a Charmeleon, I'd rather it didn't talk because I feel like Charmeleon is just going to be a douche. I was like, just about to say, I mean, every Pokemon, like Char- uh, Charizard is an absolute dick, but Charmeleon is a proper douchebag. Yeah, it, it, makes you, it makes you laugh. Like, I think I've said this on the podcast before, but you look at the original starters from Indigo League and you know what? Bulbasaur is cute as fuck and just it still goes downhill. Like, no one wants a Venusaur. Then you've got Squirtle, and you're like, Squirtle's all right. Wartortle, fucking douche. Um, but then Blastoise, epic. Yes. Charm, Char, uh, Charmander is by far the most upbeat of the three, like, in some level. And then Agreed. it just becomes a, a, just a moody asshole. Like, and like, at least... It goes through puberty. That's all it does. Yeah. You feel like with... If if they could talk, Charizard would be starting a fight on you, fight on fire, starting a fight on you every five minutes. Venusaur would be asking you when's lunch, and <laughs> and Blastoise would just be there, like kind of just chilling, just vibing, yeah. and then Raichu would just be like begging to get kicked. Yeah, um, yeah. and then Eevee would be alone. like, "Pet me, I need cuddles." Alone, Raichu. That's a different story. Fucking oh. love alone. I love alone Raichu. Raichu is amazing, but it's like if you had to have a party of Pokemon, you could just have never getting along with any of them. Yeah. Whereas like Pikachu, you're like okay, controversial. I will always evolve a Pikachu. Always. <sighs> Unless See, I've already I, got a Raichu. I, I I'm uh I will never I never evolve my Eevee if I get an Eevee straight like early, I'll never evolve it. It always gets called Pip as well, and it stays an Eevee. See, this this is going to be my thing with the Nuzlocke when someone claims the name of Eevee, and I'm just going to be like, like 
I'll allow you to decide which evolution you get, but if it's bad, I'm banning you. <laughs> like I will not ban Just... anyone for stupid. Well, I do ban people for dumb reasons, but if if Evie turns out to suck and they're like, I want a Glaceon, I'm just I'm just banning it. <laughs> like I'm banning them, I'm changing the nickname, someone else. And as soon as they say Sylveon, boom, they're banned. Cool. <laughs> I might, I might time them out if they say Leafeon. It won't be a straight up ban, but there'd be a good year-long time out there. A year long time out for um, an EV uh, wrong evolution. If they say Jolteon, boom, editor, straight off the bat. <laughs> same same with Umbreon. Gonna get a nurse in, bud. <laughs> uh, Vaporeon, I'm, I might mod them. Uh, Flareon, I'd probably time them out for 69 seconds, but then like I, I'd let them stay. That's as far as it gets. Espeon, VIP, boom, straight off the bat. Yeah. Oh, yeah, good, good show. And then if they were like, keep it as an Eevee, you know what? That's fair. That's fair. Although it, if I get to level 30 with that Eevee, I'm going to have to evolve it soon because like it kind of becomes a bit redundant when you're in a Nuzlocke. Oh, dare you? <laughs> Eevee is the better. No, it's not. It's Eevee, not. I love it's Eevee Pokemon, but it's not a great Pokemon. Yeah, it's one of those Pokemon that you're just like, I love you to bits, but as soon as I get to a gym, you're fucking evolving. Like, it's like you're getting benched just yeah. off the bat. <laughs> Sorry, what <bud>. can you do? <laughs> ah, the same moves you could do at level 10. Okay. Well. Could you <laughs> do better? <laughs> it's like... <laughs> I don't think it's possible. Um, right, Pokemon is best because the trainers can have more than one companion. I don't think that helps it. No, same. I think it, especially when you get the scenes when he's got like a bunch of them out, it clutters the scene. Yeah, well, look at the first movie when they all have their Pokemon out and you're like, cool, dudes. Well done. You've got like, you only needed that Gyarados. Like, come on. (laughs) Or uh, like when they're with the whole Mewtwo thing and they're all clones and you just got an absolute, like a literal war zone of all these Pokemon and you're like, did you really need them all? Like, you kind of got the point before all of that. Great scene. Not gonna, like, I fucking loved that part. But the fact that it was just all of them, you're just like, it's a bit crowded. Because yeah. I don't think any trainer other than Brock, Misty, and Team Rocket and Ash were there. The rest of the trainers kind of just disappeared into the background. Yeah. Their Pokemon were still fighting, but the yeah. trainers had gone. Like trainers were like, oh, I'm out for lunch, guys. Catch you later. <laughs> the, po- <laughs> the trainers were like, Oh, my uh, my my trip back's been uh, rescheduled. I can I can go now. Uh, the- <laughs> They're like, You seen that platter that you put up? I'm going back for seconds. <laughs> Fucking yeah. that was some nice food. They are had. we are we forgetting <laughs> they actually laid a buffet out for us? Like, come on. Um, yeah, and I think. I get why I like that you could potentially have more than one, but I think, especially with Ash, how they focus so heavily on his relationship just with Pikachu, you kind of feel sorry for the others. Yeah. You can understand why Charmeleon hates him. A little bit, yeah. (laughs) The power of friendship. (laughs) Power of friendship. Yeah, but he's a dick. Yeah, but friends. (laughs) Like, yes, but this is what happens when... uh, indigo league try and explain what happens when you accidentally level a character up too much and then you haven't got the gym badges yet <laughs> i love to how that fair, was the way of doing it that was clever because that kept nice continuity 
It did, but it also it was, was just... a weird way to do it, but it worked. <laughs> yeah, but I can't have seen it working with any other Pokemon. <laughs> like, no. I can't have imagined an Ivysaur being pissed off. Like, I just don't think it was just what um, an Ivysaur, if it was pissed off, it would genuinely be like one of those, like, like, like imagine a short ginger kid, like a, a short, fat ginger kid. When they're angry, they're just, they just look funny. Like, you just laugh at them. And then they get more pissed off, but you laugh more and it makes it worse. And then they do the whole like, I'm storming out. And you're like, okay, okay. <laughs> this is what happens when you do a podcast with a teacher. Because um, uh, I was like, are you projecting here? or <laughs> uh, Digimon is better because the villains are more interesting. That's very true. I, I, uh, I, I think there's a sense of actual threat with Digimon. Because the um, the other human that went into the Digiworld and then ended up becoming like their friend further in. But there was a good season and a half where he was a bad guy and he was terrifying because he was just like, oh, I'm going to kill you, which is then how you got Skull Greymon because yeah. he captured the thing and it went corrupt. That, that was terrifying. That was great. <laughs> And like, yeah, they actually, there's times when actually the, the villains look like they might genuinely win. And like, actually, considering the people fighting them are genuinely kids, there is that inherent sense of shit, the bed, they might lose. Yeah. And like, there's that sense of they could get trapped there or they're genuinely like actually fragile. Whereas, let's be honest, in, in Pokemon, you're like, oh, they're trying to take Pikachu again. Oh no, what a shame. It's also when you get to the gym badges. Is there not a few gym badges he got where he didn't even win the fucking battle? He just got the badge because participation trophy. Well done. You tried. Here's the badge. Yeah. <laughs> it just... It I doesn't feel like an achievement in that case. It just feels like an add-on. I think not really need to be there. There's only two battles in Pokemon history that genuinely looked and you kind of get involved with, in my opinion where it's like, okay, Ash is in a position of danger here. And that is the original movie, yep. when like he turns to stone. And I think also in Indigo League, when he's fighting against the, uh, the psychic trainer. Yeah. Like, and that's literally it. Like, they're the only two times that come to mind. And actually, I think the way they did the Alakazam scenes was fantastic, because she was like, it was like she was just fully controlling him psychically, and she had these dark powers. Other than that, it was pretty much it. Yep. Like, when he fights against a legendary, like, I saw the newest season when he's fighting against Eternius, and you're like, wow, the, the way the animation looks makes this look like, hey, guys, let's have a play fight! Yeah. Even though they're fighting a literal god entity. A god entity that's supposed to be able to destroy the entire world. And you're just like, it looks like they're having a pillow fight with the lads. Tomorrow we're going to get cupcakes. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, it's it. I and this is this is my really really shit analogy. Pokemon battles versus Digimon battles are genuinely laser tag versus paintball. Like you can't get hurt in laser tag. It's fun, but like no one's getting hurt in paintball. There's a genuine genuine risk. If you get shot in the wrong place or you're not wearing jeans underneath, you are fucked. Oh, it's gonna hurt. Yeah, no, that's actually not that bad of an analogy. I like that. 
My favorite analogy from Pokemon is the laser tag <laughs> to Digimon's paintball. Like, <laughs> my favorite thing about Digimon and Pokemon was like, so, and it just will blow my mind forever. You know, when you put your Pokemon in the PC, mm-hmm. doesn't it become a Digimon? Oh, fuck you. <laughs> You're right. But yeah, like you put it in your PC, therefore it's now a Digimon. He's, Shit. he's stumped. <laughs> Shit. Right. So. Are we just arguing about the same show at this point now? Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Pokemon <laughs> is actually Digimon. <laughs> Mission filed. Forget them next time. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I, you know what? One thing I think would be actually better, and this goes for both the TV show, the movies, and the game, is if you f- physically can't own more than six Pokemon at a time. Yeah. So you can't. It, so you it basically Nuzlocke you. But as a standard. It's like, yeah, because you can still do a Nuzlocke where you can just catch Pokemon and be like, right, if I lose any of my current ones, this is in the PC because you can catch one per route. Yeah. So it's like, you can do that. Whereas I think it would be so cool if it was like genuinely a, no, I'm stuck with these six until one dies. Because that kind of means you would have to pick your loyalties because obviously the next next gym coming up, you would have to tweak your team, which means you would have to lose one of your trained Pokemon. That's actually a really clever idea. That would work really well. And I think this is one of the things with the Nuzlocke that I'm doing now, because originally it was a case of I'm going to do what I normally would do and just fucking catch Pokemon. Whereas now, because the good thing about Sword and Shield is you can see where the Pokemon are. Yeah. You can actively try to avoid them. (laughs) (laughs) Because obviously you've got to catch the first one that you come across in each route. So now I'm like, oh, I see a shit one going the other way um <laughs> but it's i've got to be so tactical now i know that i've got to come across the dreadnought but i think that would just add something to even the show yeah like it gets to a point where he's like he comes across a really cool pokemon and he's like oh shit well i've already got like a venusaur a charizard pikachu blastoise should we say fucking dragonite and uh uh what's the other one let's come up with another cool one uh is it tyranitar tyranitar uh, and he's just like, oh, but he's just come across the fucking like executor. And you're like, actually, executor probably outpowers a lot of your Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to sacrifice any of them? Personally, hands down, Venusaur would be yeeted at this point straight off the bat. Fair. Because not just is he also a grass type, but he's also a stronger fucking grass type. <laughs> like, it would have to be something like that. And I think that would make it quite interesting for Ash because he's always going to have his Charizard, but he's always going to be hated by his Charizard. And I think he's got such a reliance on Charizard just kind of every so often coming out and fucking one hit and shit. <laughs> it literally just comes out and goes and then walks back walks back away again. You're like, oh okay, that, that was easy. <laughs> Charizard is the Mary Sue of the Pokemon universe in the aspect that Ash brings it out knowing that if it fights it wins. Yeah. Like, it's it's literally Superman in fucking the Justice League movie. Like, yeah. oh, he's completely like, oh, we're losing this fight against Stephen Wolf. Oh, Superman turns up. Oh, we won. Just a greetings. I am here. And you're like, yay. <laughs> and Stephen Wolf's like, okay. And just puts his weapon down, like waves the white flag, <laughs> retreats. Team effort, guys. And you just see him turn around going, you bastards. <laughs> yeah. You've done nothing. <laughs> when you see him literally outpacing the flash and you're like, oh, come on. <laughs> but yeah, like, um, no. I'm still thinking about the fucking Digimon thing, by the way. You've annoyed <laughs> my brain with that because it's very accurate. I'm like, shit. <laughs> it just... 
But you know, um, I actually reckon if they did implement a six Pokemon rule to the games going forward, that'd be really interesting. I think it would. It's they've used the same formula, and I understand why for the Pokemon games that have uh, followed. Uh, especially when they done Let's Go uh, Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu was to try and bring the younger audience back into Pokemon to then bring them into the mainstream Pokemon games. But they just made it really, really easy. And I feel that I feel that they have got very easy. Is there anything from the TV series that shows the PC thing and why it's in the game? No. It's never really mentioned. Is. No, it's never really mentioned. I think it's mentioned like the first few episodes. It's maybe mentioned. Is the six party Pokemon legit? Um, <laughs> is it legit? Is it canon? <laughs> in the anime. Uh, Ash's Kalo party in the anime. Uh, trailers can only carry six Pokemon at a time, just like in the games. Uh, yeah, but... <laughs> why <laughs> like, why is it legitimately a thing uh they're only able to have, a, have at least six members in the body well that's just telling me you can have six and now this is telling me you can have at least six uh trainers may have any pokemon in their party a newly caught pokemon will automatically fill empty slots in the party the team is newly acquired pokemon are sent to the, yeah, the pc but that's the fucking that's not the anime it's the game mechanics oh anime in the anime, trainers can only carry six Pokemon at a time, just like in the games. When a trainer catches a new Pokemon while having a full party, the new Pokemon cannot be used until the trainer switches it with a Pokemon currently in the party. The Pokeball of the newly caught Pokemon teleported away or simply shrunk and locked itself with a red light. Unlike in the games, it is possible for trainers to carry an egg whilst having a full party of six Pokemon with them. Um, so basically, it just like it just becomes a padlock. Is what I'm gathering from that. So literally what's happened is Ash is walking about with a pocket full of marbles that are actually Pokemon. That is fucking animal cruelty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, you're already in this tiny little space, but do you want to know what makes it worse? You're now an older Pokemon. So your space is much smaller and you can never leave. <laughs> you, you actually have no, like, you have no life down there. Wow. All right. So you can carry six, but you have to actively pick which six. Just... And the other ones get mistreated. <laughs> yeah, I think I think what we've basically come to here is the series is be- Digimon is better. It's just yeah. Pokemon has more stuff. <laughs> like because as you said, I think franchise wise, they've they've done Everything. amazing. Like they they've conquered. Yeah, literally. They, I, I don't think they've conquered Lego yet, but like I don't really know what they they're can getting do. there. They've got a uh, what's it, nano blocks already now? Oh shit, I didn't know that. They've got like it's like uh, I think they're called mini blocks or something, but you can get them and it's little build up Pokemon, and they're yeah. fucking awesome. Like they've conquered that. They've conquered. Let's be honest, they're still the biggest trading card game probably ever. Oh yeah, um, I think it's just because they got that back in for as soon as like Nintendo got involved, that was it. It was game over for anything else. The thing is, like with the trading card game, right? I love Pokemon cards uh, to a T, but there's just so many shit decks. Yep. <laughs> like, yeah. everyone was like, oh my God, like, what's the newest one? Chilling Rains. Everyone was like, this is going to be amazing. Like, Battle Styles was so good. And they come out, I was like, oh, this card pack sucks. And like- the amount of um, social media, like TikTok 
oh, pardon me, li- uh, live streams you get that are Pokemon card openings. Yeah, my Pokemon card openings have done really, really well. And like, I don't know They're how, because at the moment. I didn't have a camera with a fucking focus or anything. So like, you could hardly see what I was doing. But like some of my highest averages came from the trading card game. And I was just like... <sighs> But they're so expensive, like, yeah. and like you do them, you do the whole year. But I could get one good card and then I'd sell it and I'd make the money back. You never sell them. Like this is my <laughs> yeah. genuine thing. I have like three cards that are worth minimum two. I've got uh, a reverse hollow uh, Raikou, which is worth two hundred and eighty pounds, which I still have because I haven't been bothered to sell it. It's not a case of I can't sell it. It's a case of I'm genuinely too lazy to put it on eBay. <laughs> like, I've got a three, like, about really about a four, five hundred pound set of like uh, Harry Potter miniatures that I've had for like a year and a half in their box, which I bought for cheaper than what they were worth. I, st- I only put them on eBay yesterday and I've been telling myself for a year to. So, like, when it comes to Pokemon cards, it's not a case of I don't have cards that i could sell it's sheer the laziness and it is it is the thing like uh if you look at like kai and chance kai has lit uh no chance has pulled the really expensive like two thousand pound charizard i'm pretty sure kai has it too and neither of them have sold that yet (laughs) and you're like that's in itself is worth minimum a grand (laughs) yeah you're just like dudes come on wait did chance not also send a way to get graded and still hasn't sold it I don't even think it got sent to be graded, if I'm honest. Like, <laughs> there was someone that I seen that literally got it graded, got it as a 10, like a perfect like condition, and they've just kept it. And I'm like, but why? You have literally the most perfect version of this card to sell. Sell it. Yeah, that's like, what you plan to do. <laughs> it's like Kaylee has the best collection of Pokemon cards of anyone I know. And they have she has no intention of selling them. I'm like, that's fair enough. But why? Because I like, genuinely, I'm like, you have, and she, like, when Chilling Rains came out, within a week, she'd bought, like, five boxes. And I was just like, first of all, how did you have access to five boxes? Like, that's what I want to know more than anything. Um, like, I bought my last two boxes deliberately from Chance's shop on the Isle of Wight because <laughs> I couldn't get any locally. I had to literally buy them across the sea. And she's somehow able to walk into a shop and come out with five boxes of one of the worst Pokemon sets in a long time. Because <laughs> Battlestar, like, apparently they're re-releasing Shining Fates now. And you're like, what? Like, Shining Fates were incredible. They were some of the yep. best cards. But you're like... Why not just make better ones? Like, because yeah. <laughs> yeah. like, apparently, was it Pokemon did that announcement? I think like yesterday or the day before for the new legendary. Yeah. And I'm just like, wait till the games come out, the new ones, and just do it then. Because yeah. like, there's going to be so much hype when I can't remember what's Platinum and Diamond now called. Uh, is it Brilliant Diamond and something? Some, yeah, something like that. When they come out, there's going to be such hype for the card, the cards again. Oh yeah, because I think 110 percent that because it looks awesome. All the new little things they've added to it. That game's going to be fun. Yeah, I think I think the issue is like Pokemon now. No, whatever they do, they will dominate. Like they can literally do whatever the fuck they want, and it doesn't matter. Because whatever they do, they're making more than most. Yeah, like I just hope I just hope they don't fall into that um, set of comfort where they just stop 
trying anything new because at least they have been doing new things. Like yeah. they always try and add something new and they always try and spice it up a little bit. It's never been just the same formula, which I actually highly appreciate because the amount of effort that must go into that is ridiculous. Even when they're doing the remakes, they're adding extra bits to it. And you're like, look, they're making it a newer experience. So people have played the OG are going to play the new one. Yeah. How, where do you think in the top, 100 highest gross da- grossing media franchises how high do you think pokemon is on there in the top in the, in the top 100 where do you think it would rate it has to be in the top 10 do, do you want to give me a specific number where do you where you reckon i'm gonna randomly say seven what do you think it might be higher than it like franchise wise or it's just Fran- like films Fran- and stuff franchise wise lord of the rings and stuff like uh Marvel and that sort of stuff would be above it. What if I was to tell you Lord of the Rings only comes 21st? What? Really? Batman is only at 26. Marvel is 11th. It actually comes behind Harry Potter. Um, Star Wars is 5th. Does that mean Pokemon's like, really... I'm going to tell you, the anime is in the top 25 highest grossing media franchises in the world. Okay. 23 Yu-Gi-Oh! Okay. $19.8 billion. That's a lot. 20 One Piece. Um, 15 Dragon Ball. Yep. 13, and this actually does surprise me, but when it came back with its remake, it was incredible. Gundam. Yeah, no, Gundam's a huge... Um... And Pan Man, I've never heard of. Probably anime, I don't know. Um, Pokemon is first in the top 25 highest grossing media franchises uh, worldwide. It's number one. It is it's, number one. It's number one with a uh, 92.1 billion pound revenue. Fuck. That's 12 billion ahead of second. What second? Hello Kitty. <laughs> The top five, legitimately, and this shows the difference in how much Pokemon makes. Star Wars is five with 65 billion. Mickey Mouse and Friends is uh, fourth with 70 billion. Winnie the Pooh is third with 75 billion. That's Hello- kind of surprising. It's the amount of it's the amount of merchandise, I think, with Winnie yeah. the Pooh. Um, second is Hello Kitty with 80, uh, 80 billion. And yeah, Pokemon, 92 billion. If you add Marvel, Harry Potter, and uh, if you add Marvel, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, and like Toy Story together, you still don't come anywhere near it. That's that proves their point. It dominates because of just everything it covers: magazines, cards, games, shows, uh, merchandise like plushes. Do you want to the funniest thing? If you Google Ash Ketchum cosplay on uh, Etsy, oh, no. the third thing that comes up is a fucking dildo. <laughs> <laughs> One second, Etsy. I need to see this. I was like, I yeah, I was going to do Someone's Ash- going to be getting a great Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mate, I'm going to be asking you to dress for after this. <laughs> You'll be like, oh, look. Oh, no. <laughs> I reckon if they sold out, they might have sold out. 
Were you thinking what I'm thinking? Because I think you've had a similar idea as what I have because what? of a certain other someone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah cool. <laughs> oh, they need more decorations. <laughs> they haven't got enough. <laughs> what I love is how, like, on here, that, that, oh, my God, there's a Mecha Pikachu card. That's <laughs> Why the fuck is Mecha Pikachu a thing? Mecha Pikachu? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sharing my screen. Right, I have to say the design looks like a robotnik boss. It really does. <laughs> Golden, yeah, that's I, I... that's kind of that's kind of cool looking, but don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. <laughs> um, that's that's mental. Um... <laughs> that's just that that is Team Rocket trying to be suspicious there. Like, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah. uh... Let's see. But do you want me to send send you the dildo? Please. That's hilarious because I honestly will send that to someone. (laughs) I know who as well. (laughs) uh, There's the ass catching vibrator. I will send it to you. I I am going to I am going to piss someone off and I am all for it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There you go. Oh my god, it's so bad. It's literally, but when you realize, like, this is the thing that I've noticed, and I've not really thought of it until recently. Think of how old the characters in Pokemon are and how much they get sexualized. It's fucked. It's so odd. And don't even get me started on the fact of like some of the Pokemon that they do it as well with. Oh, I've never, yeah. But like, when you think Misty is what? 13 and i think she's i think she's like she starts as like 10 in the anime and then she goes she's 12 in the manga right i have to tell you though the thing that the, the vibrator the packaging is my favorite <laughs> because it's slogan <laughs> for when you open the box is the best troll <laughs> and, and i like know who, and now it's changed who i'm sending it to <laughs> Uh, oh no here we go well it's not i mean they, they, they should really <laughs> they should really make a ghost type one i know exactly how i'd send it to <laughs> but now this is going to be the most controversial um so we usually do like uh, the jewel of fates as i call it right at the end okay but i'm going to do this slightly differently uh well, this time we're going to go through each starter from each generation, and you're going to have to tell oh. me which one wins. Right? Is this going to be out of stats or what I personally would pick? Because just, I just what a... you just what you would pick. Okay. 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 So, obviously, uh, you've got. Second, I'm just going to start ours. Come on. I think it's. I think to be fair, like I looked at one. It's like all of the artwork. Let's be honest. Is always. Uh, Blastoise versus Charizard. And I do love how Venusaur just gets shat on in all of the anime. <laughs> like, and no one cares. Right, it's just going to go through them all. Yeah, I think it is. Okay. Does, does Dash ever actually evolve Bulbasaur as well? No. I don't he think only he evolves, does. He only evolves Charmander. Yeah, and he always... Because he's... he's <laughs> you got to feel... I, I love Charmander. I do love Charmander. Oh, Charmander. Like, the way he finds Charmander as well. 
Oh, it's, it's the most adorable shit. shit in the world. So I've just seen what Gigantamax Blastoise looks like, and I am all for it. Oh, the the actual fucking mech cannons. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Like, <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> like, it's literally got like artillery on his back. <laughs> yeah. Right. So are you ready for this? Sure. Let's go. So we'll start with Indigo League. Bulbasaur, Charmander, Squirtle. Charmander. Okay. I, you know, I'll agree. Now, with Johto, Chikorita, Cyndaquil, or Totodile? I love Totodile. I have such a soft spot for Totodile. See, I, it's, again, it's one of those ones that I look at and I'm like, I love all of you, apart from a fucking grass type. <laughs> <laughs> like, Fuck you, Chikori. I never think uh, you stand for. <laughs> Hoenn, Trico, Torchic, Mudkip. I kind of I like Torchic. See, I'm going to go with Mudkip on this one. I love Mudkip. Swampert. Mudkip's a perfect meme, though. Mudkip is a bit... Now, this is one of the ones where I struggle with. But again, and Chance, if you ever hear this, I know you love Grass Daddy, <laughs> but seriously, Turtwig can fuck off. Turtwig, <laughs> Chimchar, or Piplup? I like Piplup. Pip- Empoleon is just one of the best Pokemon in my eyes. Yeah. Um, he- is it Hisu? Hiswa? Hisui? Um, fuck knows. Uh, and I'm actually pissed off. So these are the fucking starter Pokemon for Pokemon Legends Arceus, and I could not be more annoyed. Fair. Because they're not even connected. Like, this is the bit, yeah, they're not they're... even, like, from the same region. <laughs> yeah. Rowlet, Cyndaquil, or Oshawott. Sorry, Cyndaquil's the only one I care about out of those three. Right, so it's Oshawott. So I don't even know. Oshawott is from Unova, which is black yep. and white. Oshawott, Rowlet, and what was the other one? And uh, Cyndaquil. Cyndaquil. Oh, Cyndaquil. Like, this is, this is actually I, when... I, I Pokemon... do like Cyndaquil. This is when Pokemon starts going downhill. Uh, <laughs> we don't care about Unova. We don't care about Kalos. We don't really care about Alola. But Gala, Grookey, School Bunny, or Skull <laughs> Sobble. I picked Sobble because I fucking love the sass of uh, the Final Evolution. It's got pure sass. It's a moody teenager the whole way through. Mew or Mewtwo? Oh, Mew. Oh, thank God. Mew's infinitely cooler. I love Mew so much. All right. In order. Evolutions, worst to best. Oh, fuck. Right. That's not fair. Uh, Right. Okay. Straight off the bat, Sylvia. For me, me, I'm always Eevee is my favorite. By far. I just absolutely adore Eevee as a design, as a Pokemon. I really like Umbreon. Uh, Revolutions. Let's see what uh, if I can look at them and see which ones are my favorite. So it would be Eevee, Umbreon, Espeon, Jolteon, Selveon, Leafeon, and then Vaporeon. I don't quite like Vaporeon. What about Flareon? Oh, Flareon would be above Leafeon. What about sorry. I don't like Eevee. I don't like Glacian either. So mine in order best to worst. Uh Jolteon, Umbreon, Eevee, Espeon. And then the rest I don't really care for. Um <laughs> uh, Vaporeon. The best one's Steleon, which is to be confirmed. Nintendo, get the fuck on it. It's it so the, it's due. <laughs> it's it due. It was the 12 days of Eevee <laughs> and Keto gave to me. <laughs> Fucking Steleon. <laughs> Please. 
one dragon. A dragon. Uh, nope, because there's so many jokes you can make with that name. I'd have to rename it. <laughs> you can't call it a dragon because the first joke has got to be dragon these nuts. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. You got a, you got a point there. I have I'm, to I'm... change the name. <laughs> I'm sure I'll make a concept and then I'll let you name it and then you can take the backlash. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I take the backlash for a lot of things, really, don't I? Uh, <laughs> let's be honest. Um, but thank you for coming on to the, the show, dude. Absolutely. No problem. This was a lot of fun. Even yeah. though I was a shite bag about it, I was like, ah, I don't know. <laughs> nah, it, it, honestly, it was really good fun. And actually, you came on like with your own topic as well, which I really liked. Um, yeah. It made my job fucking easier. Um, but actually, like, guys, if you haven't checked out Keto, like, we're going when I share everything and in the uh, in the description, I'll give you links to some of Keto's stuff because actually, like, Keto designed like well, all of my bits badges, all of my sub badges, uh, most of my emotes, um, and most of like, yeah, bits badges, sub badges for MZ as well, like a load of stuff for Bex. And actually, like the the Pokemon like amalgamations that you're making are f- phenomenal. Um, I, I'm it's a project I'm taking a lot of um, joy for. I just finished one as well. Literally just before we started, I finished one. It's yeah, like I think some some of your artwork is absolutely incredible. It's the fact as well, like because uh, was it when we started talking about it originally, like a couple of uh, well, really when we started talking a couple of months ago, because yeah. like, you would always be in like a coffee shop, just like doing your own stuff and actually yeah. like yeah it was the way you go about it and your process is very respectful as well and i think so it's, it's, i think it's one of those things that actually it's, it's very good for like kind of your, your well-being as well that's half the reason that i've been doing it is uh all my work stuff uh, that's been a bit shaky at the moment i was like the one thing i've got a lot of effort for at the moment and a lot of time for it is my art that's my consistent i'm just going to have fun with that and keep going with it and i've never been so passionate about drawing ever and i've just kept it consistent and it makes me so happy because i'm doing stuff for other people it's gave me good connections like with you and a bunch of other people uh, like that group and then a bunch of people up this way and i'm just like oh because i was just drawing pokemon pictures and just having fun yeah guys you hear it here first if you if you're good at drawing go to a coffee shop and then you just get clout it's just uh apparently so (laughs) And um, that coffee shop, honestly, I reckon they'd lose three members of staff if I stopped going. <laughs> <laughs> and I pay you half also, their wages. <laughs> you want, it, it is that stereotype, isn't it? Like, oh, so you're an artist. That's why you're in a coffee shop. Yeah. <laughs> but I it, sit down and I look and everyone's sitting on MacBooks and I'm like, oh, I followed into the stereotype bollocks. <laughs> they're, they're on their MacBooks and, you know, somewhere around the, the area, Luna's just like on her phone drawing shit. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't understand but that's a different story that's a different topic <laughs> drawing on your phone that is beyond artistic skill i mean <laughs> you've seen me try and draw on my phone for fucking kartik phone <laughs> so like, yeah but again we've also seen that even on a pc it does not help drawing on a mouse is not fun no, my mate's got a sketch pad, sketch pad specifically for Gartic. Really? <laughs> yeah. But like he's oh. he got excessive amounts of money. But like, Fair. okay. Like it, it made me laugh because he bought it for Gartic and then has played it once <laughs> um, since getting the sketch pad. Did they um, do art otherwise as well, though? 
or was it just for funnily enough they they no <laughs> um they've got like so they originally were like we're gonna do like a load of art for like D concepts and then they ended up just paying a concept artist to do it for them anyway. So like, you know, it, it does like, that's one thing that I'd love to be able to draw for. I'd love to be able to do like illustrations for my book and then like concept art for D&D. But then like, I'm just, I will, I will say like, I'm going to try and draw something today. And then I'll spend an hour on Pinterest and be like, or I could just use this. <laughs> um, one of my favorite things about art at the moment, especially with what I've been doing, is see when I get a project with someone who's super passionate about the subject, it makes me want to try so hard to make what they're thinking come true. Like when I was working with you and you were giving me all the ideas, I was sitting there going, right, I've got this idea and this idea. I need to do this. How does this look for you? Do you like this? Look at all these different things. And you're like, oh, could you do that? I'm like, yes, fucking it was, let's go. <laughs> it was my your reaction when i said you know how dragons protect their treasure what if we have a pride dragon and you were like fucking yes i was like that is a plan let's go <laughs> and now we've got pride dragon merch <laughs> yeah and it looks sick all the merch it, that you've just announced looks top notch it did make me laugh because everyone was like uh oh you're announcing something let me guess you're announcing merch i was like no <laughs> no <laughs> wouldn't make it that obvious no, well, what else would you be announcing i was like uh, good point <laughs> just that it's like uh, i'm announcing i'm on twitch hey. someone, someone uh, was like it's to be fair it works like i ended up it, it, it was the most annoying stream ever yesterday simply for the fact i wasn't doing like this big everyone come i've got a big announcement i'm there sitting on like 18 viewers within like five minutes i'm like this never happens the only time yep. this ever happened was when i did clickbait and faked having covid and i ended up seeing like 30 <laughs> viewers and then like i announced that i didn't have covid and they all left um and it was like literally 70 viewers was like yes boom as soon as i clicked on my camera the buffering started and i had to reset my entire bc i and felt then, okay. so bad because you were like and here's the announcement and the bot just went nah bud <laughs> not <laughs> happening <laughs> and then the frame rate dropped by like 50 percent. my pc had to restart came back on and then like 12 of the people that were originally there were like yeah nah i'm all right i'm all right <laughs> uh th- but that is i think that's the thing with twitch i think like yeah. like you can sit yeah like i think now especially like viewership has dropped like considerably it has for a lot of people because a lot of people are back in uh, back in education or they're back at work or all that like the main demographic that of twitch streamers themselves and people who consume it are now busy again yeah well i think as well like and it was something i had to get my head around as a streamer it was the case of like obviously my my viewership at one point was like top end of the 20s um well, I was I was doing quite well, and then obviously Twitch changed, but it happened at the same time that I was changing all my bits or my emotes. Yeah, I was changing the type of streamer I was, and then I was just there like I've done all of this work, I've done all of this, and like the viewers have gone, and like it's just one because actually like me and a lot of other streamers because we started during lockdown, there's that unrealistic expectation of well I was I was having this many viewers, but it was because actually at that point in time there were so many people using Twitch. Yeah. And it's like even um, with subs now, it's it's it does it there's so few because of how little people are using it now. 
Yep. Um, I like I started a little. I started a couple of years back with it, uh, and it was mostly for my charity streams that I do like a couple times a year. Um, but I grew surprisingly quickly. Uh, considering, uh, like I started with absolute garbage tech, like it was grainy ass four twenty p bullshit uh, and a microphone that sounded like a car was revving next to you i mean isn't um, that normal for scotland oh right, right. no <laughs> that's not fair that, that's <laughs> not that's not called shit camera quality mate that's called your bad wi-fi hey my wi-fi is really good now <laughs> no <laughs> it's really good now we still ain't got fucking fiber optic but that's because it ain't got you yet <laughs> yeah in scotland yeah. we do not know what 5g is we're currently sat there on g <laughs> and you only get that in the fucking highlands i've got 4g at the moment <laughs> it's lying to you I it, know probably, it, it probably still tells you it's 2015 i mean for scotland it probably is but <laughs> but no um like but i could tell during the covid uh, covid that viewers picked up quite a lot for everybody but i also watched a lot of people burn themselves out with that because they were like oh i'm getting this traction I'm gonna hammer it. And that is just, I can't, I can't, like, I've had to take a huge break and I'm slowly coming back to Twitch because of all the stuff that's been happening for me. And I can see the effect, but I don't let the numbers break me down that bad because yeah. I want, I want to stream to have fun and hopefully do a good cause in the process. I don't stream to set and watch my viewers and watch my uh, money and things like that if people want to great otherwise just sit and vibe i am more than happy for you guys to troll the absolute fuck out of me and that's yeah. what happens because well, it's, it's fun <laughs> it's like it's like when i was releasing the merch it was like as i said to you earlier before stream it was like it's why i don't make any really any profit apart from like maybe a quid on that because actually for me it's not about the money um and actually i've always said in my streams it was like the fact that all I care about is the fact that people are there, they're watching, they're, set, they're having fun. And yeah. like, I could have a stream where I've only got like six viewers, but if the chat is, is I, I, my reaction is not how many viewers there are, it's how the chat's looking. If yeah. I'm getting interaction, that's what I like. And that's why I stream, it's for that interaction. And um, like ge genuinely, like, yeah, numbers, I think they affected me at the beginning when they started dropping, but it's because of how much work I set into changing everything. Yeah. Uh, and the fact it was kind of the same numbers I was getting when I first started, it was that impact. But like, I think you get over that very quickly and yeah. you're like, you know what? We knew this was going to happen, but it's, it's that initial reaction of, oh shit, it is happening. Um, but I think as well that the people I've met through streaming and like all of that, like I wouldn't be going to Comic-Con this weekend if it wasn't for streaming. I wouldn't be going to uh, the events that I am going to. I wouldn't know people like you um, and and yeah, I think, yeah, this, as you said, there's so many people that burnt themselves out and are still burning themselves out um, because I think content creation's hard. Yeah, like, a lot really of people hard. think it's easy. Like, for example, with myself at the moment, uh, the hardest part for me is I have gained some absolutely mad anxiety where anytime I go to hit that go live button, I freak out. I know it's illogical. It's absolute garbage, but that my brain just goes, nope, you can't do this today. And that infuriates me because then I feel like I'm letting everybody down and blah, blah, blah. And even they are sitting on my Discord going, don't be an idiot. If you're not feeling it, don't do it because you don't want to force yourself to burn yourself out for longer. And I'm like, fair. 
but a lot of people are getting to that point. Yeah. And then they're just trying to push through it. And that is just going to hurt you. Because then people can see it. If you are not feeling it, people can see it when you're sitting and streaming. Yeah. And I think, I think it's, well, it just makes it a bit yeah. difficult. And I think as well, like, um, like for instance, for me, it's taken me, and I know a few people like it, it's taken me a while to be the whole, like, actually, I'm not a full-time streamer. So if I, don't, if I can't stream tonight because I'm in a bad place or I'm busy, don't stream. Like, yep. it gets to a point where you feel like you have to, but actually you don't um and like it's why i'm gonna be honest it's why like the other day i put up the whole poll about what should i play today zelda or pokemon because i was like i said i'm gonna stream zelda really want to fucking carry on with another <laughs> yeah. so i was like so it's like can people just and actually people message me because i can tell you wanted to play pokemon so i voted pokemon and i was like <laughs> yeah. no genuinely po- vote for what you want to watch and one person did the, the honest thing and i i blocked them um which was <laughs> uh Oh, I'm not going to watch it anyway. So, and I was just there, like, <laughs> <laughs> no, your words don't hurt me. <laughs> I think the worst thing. I don't know if you you feel this, but it's like the streamer anxiety. It's that thing when someone's like, "Oh, hey, just want to say hey," but I'm currently watching this person. You're like, just, just, just say you're lurking, please, because yes. it makes me feel like I'm shit now. <laughs> yeah, like, I, it does. It does, but I just kind of go. Sure, this is not your content. And my yeah. head just goes, if you're this is not your content, fine. But it's, I'm sometimes on with people or, or I'm playing like a game that I, I'm devoted to, like because I'm a giant fanboy, considering all the stuff in my background. Um, but I'm just like, I'm playing a game I love. If that's not your content, fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's more the fact that I just don't get why people do it. Like, like, yeah. like, oh, I just wanted to say, hey, you're amazing. But by the way, this person's better and I'm watching them. And you're like, I mean, they're not better um, because or I've the met them. And promo. Oh, I've I seen that look on your face. I'm so sorry. I did um, not mean to trigger you. <laughs> when you had, so there's someone that, uh, somebody that I used to know. Um, and you'll know exactly who I'm talking about just by saying that. Yeah. Um, that would turn up in my stream and then just be like, I just want to come and say, hey, before I go live, I'm about to go live myself. And then you're just like, great. Cheers. And then they'd like tell you what they're about to stream. And you're like, it's, it makes it awkward because you don't know how to react. Cause like, you're like me when it comes to streaming. As soon as your chat's going, you're interacting with it, you're going. But as soon as someone says that, it knocks that uh, like traction off. Yeah. And you're like, shit, what do I do? How do I? Well, that's, yeah. Because I think Cause you both... don't want to ignore them. Yeah, because then you feel like a dick. Well, <laughs> but I think you and I are very much the same with the interaction and the fact that we actually do read everything in the chat. Like, we will read it out fucking loud. And like, if we, we <laughs> then get that shit that we can't react to, because we're like, I don't really know what to say to that, but I've just read it out loud. I can't outright ignore it because people know that I don't I've ignore <laughs> messages. Like, because I will pause and I'll be like, oh, shit. But it's like, and the thing is, it makes sense because like, say said person was a friend. And you're just like... If it was anyone else, I'd actually like ban you for self promo because it's yeah. like against the rules. But yet you're still doing it, and like because you think you can get away with it. But like, do you know what the best thing about Twitch is? The fucking what? bots. 
Oh my god! I, I really miss the "Wanna Be Famous" bot. Like I, I miss it. I would. I genuinely. I've not been told if I want to be famous for a long time now, and it's starting to make me feel like I'm failing as a streamer because apparently I just don't want to be famous anymore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like I've made it. They're after me. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've had four in ten minutes, and I'm, I'm now I'm sat here like. I was like, oh, for four and ten minutes, I wish I'd fuck off. And now, do I'm you like, want to know why you, why why that no longer exists? Why? Because Twitch have done it themselves. <laughs> 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 They've turned around and said, "Hey, do you want to be famous? Pay us money, and we'll promote you." Actually, no. Let's make it worse. Your community can pay us money to make you famous. <laughs> the thing that makes me laugh: a lot of people are pissed about this promo thing, but actually, everyone was doing it anyway. Yeah. So it was about time that Twitch did it. The way that in which they've gone about it, though, is sus. And the fact that. Instead of paying for bits or a subscription, you can now publicly promote this random person's post. And the thing is, because they've done it that way, we all know that it's actually going to push partners more because they're the, they're the ones that people would spend money on more naturally. So they're the ones that's going to get promoted more. Ludwig is never going to leave the front page. No. It, there is, unless they do it like percentile-wise from your viewership or whatever... Ludwig and people like that are going nowhere. So that is going to be the same front page you're going to see until they change how it works. Yeah. And I just because they've got thousands of viewers. Yeah, like it it's it's just crazy. Um, and I think like let's be honest, with like the say on TikTok, you can promote your posts. Yeah, it does, it does nothing. Like, oh, you can guarantee that um I'm gonna get uh so some followers from this, but those followers aren't necessarily there for that content and therefore probably won't like much content in the future. Yep. Like, so actually it, do, it doesn't do anything. It's more of a damaging effect on your account than anything. I was actually just about to say that a couple of my friends tested it out and they said that their following posts tanked. Yeah. Cause it just didn't reach out because they went and promoted it and paid for it and then took it away. So then TikTok kind of like, well, oh, they're not interested in Marco. We're not going to promote their shit anymore. And it tanked their views. I have a very interesting story about how I went about promoting a post on TikTok. Oh. Um, I made a very controversial uh, TikTok about a. I'm not. I'm not actually going to say what it is out loud. But it was very, very controversial. Yeah. Um, and I decided, yeah, let's test out the promo. And I, I put like a fiver on it, and um, they rejected it because it it, it, oh, it goes against guidelines. <laughs> you were but just seeing how, how you could cast the I line. then tried, yeah <laughs> I was just like, yeah if, if I could describe my TikTok video to a nerd It would have been I cast Vicious Mockery oh, um, no. And um, followed very quickly by Hideous Laughter But like um, You're such a tic- fucking nerd And it's my favourite thing <laughs> well, that's, that's, the, that's the thing TikTok couldn't handle the fact That I actually ended up doing an extra D12 psychic damage But um, <laughs> like it got rejected, but this is the thing. If you promote something and it gets rejected, it doesn't come out of processing. I couldn't delete that video because even like three weeks later, TikTok was still processing whether or not it should get accepted and it had been rejected. And I emailed them, uh, contact uh, customer support, and they were just still like, it, no, it's, uh, it's in processing. I was like, yeah, but it got rejected. And they're like, uh, but according to our systems, it's being processed. I was like, but it's not. And <laughs> it's, it's, I, 
I had to get myself content blocked by messaging my mate saying, can you report this video? Because <laughs> I, as a in, in my profession, I can't have this on my account and then I can't <laughs> delete it. So you had to content block you well, no, yourself. They, they reported it and the video got taken down. And then for about a day, I was fine. And then the next day I duetted something that was then reported, but my duet wasn't. The original video was... But because of that, I then got content blocked for three days. <laughs> like, like, what the but fuck? it wasn't even my video that got reported. It was the person yeah. I duetted. Yeah, TikTok is a interesting beast as far as media, uh, social media go. TikTok is one of the easier ones to grow on to a limit if you follow your specific niche. Because if you keep if you Keep changing what you're doing like I do. You're never going to get any traction uh, because Same. the algorithm. Yeah. But it's also it's the hardest social media to pull people from. It really is. Like um, a prime example of that would have been a uh, chance. Fuck tons of uh, followers and viewers and on TikTok and just trying to get even a fraction of them over to Twitch initially was impossible well look at scotty scotty's got nearly seven million followers on tiktok but he's got like yeah maybe 6k on twitch yeah it's it's so strange and it's just because the type of content people are interested in short snappy content the amount of concentration and time you need to dedicate to streams and to uh, podcasts for example it's hard to pull people for that long podcasts are easier because it can be background noise streams on the other hand if you've got an interactive streamer, you want to be a part of that interaction. So you have to kind of concentrate on it. Yeah. But it's even pulling them across to like things such as uh, Instagram and that even that is difficult because like you think by all logic with the amount of followers Scotty has, he should at least be verified on one social media by now. Yeah, definitely. Um, (laughs) At least by one. (laughs) And like it, uh, Say Conzo is the one I think in the group has done it technically the best. Like, yeah, he doesn't have the most TikTok followers, but he's got like 25K on Twitter, like 15K on Instagram. And by growing those, actually, when he goes live on Twitch, he averages very good numbers because he's pulled people from other social medias like Instagram is one of like MZ kept telling me to make a public Instagram because actually she says Instagram is one of the better ones to get people over from. I personally disagree. I think Twitter is, but yeah, it, it's weird because TikTok is the one that everyone raves about. But actually, I don't know. I still feel like it's going to die soon. Um, I I have to agree with you. I feel that it might go the same way as Vine and Musically. Yeah, I I don't think Twitch is going to die because Twitch has actually been around a long time. Like that's the thing. I think Twitch has been around a lot longer than people even realize. Twitch is going to slow down unless they fix a lot of their big issues at the moment. Yeah, it's. But I think like they've obviously they've taken the host people to court. They've got like a lot that they are trying to do, but a lot of what people are trying to suggest Twitch do are kind of impossible. Like, yeah. I think Twitch need to do something. They really do. Like, for instance, one of the things I'm having, I'm not understanding at the moment is like. There was a point the other day I had uh, about seven people talking in the chat at once, and it was like, you currently have one viewer. I was like, do I fuck? <laughs> Emergency, your lights are flashing. 
No, I forgot that it's still hooked up to my Twitch, so that was someone following me, apparently. <laughs> that Amazing. scared the shit out of me, but, it's but like, that's fine. <laughs> but yeah, it's like I had six people talking, and yet one of them wasn't even coming up as a user in stream. And I was just there like, but apparently I've got one viewer. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's the it, it's very it's very confusing but also like they keep changing they keep changing the goalposts like the new thing for their average um pay is a oh, weird one yeah it the keeps... revenue one's a weird one the revenue now what i hate is because obviously they've based it on like average uh, streamer time over a set amount of months what really fucks me up there is the fact that i've done two charity streams one being 36 hours long the other yep. being 48 hours long so like to hit my revenue, I've got to hit 66 hours a month. Now, and you work full time. <laughs> I work, I've not hit 66 hours, even over the summer holidays. <laughs> like, and it shows it was two outliers that messed me up because actually my average is about 40 hours a month, apart from yeah. those two months. It's such a it's such a weird um it's a weird thing. I really do hope that Twitch does do a lot. Uh, a friend of mine and uh, came up with a great idea of they should make it that you can only have one account per email address, which is not impossible. Other media no, do I it. Think it, works. it would stop bots or it would at least r- reduce it. The two, the two step of th- uh, authentication. That was a great idea. And the fact that for some streams, you can literally click on of it needs to verify this and this. That's, well, that's perfect. Well, that's what works with Instagram. Like, in the fact that you can get followed by someone who's pretending to be someone else. When you report them, one of the options is report all accounts under this email. But you're like, actually, they should only be able to use one email per account. Like, it's, yeah, like this person will never be able to create another account if you ban this person or block this person. Like, that's all well and good, but maybe just ban the email. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then it's such a hassle for you to go and create another email to then create another account to then spam people again yeah and it'll last another 10 minutes (laughs) you get bored after like this is the thing i've never understood about people that do like the host accounts and stuff like that how the fuck have you got that much time on your hands yeah like that takes effort (laughs) yeah like like, i don't sat and made the script to make eight million accounts with a horse in the name and you're like but why (laughs) yeah why and like oh well done we we banned you like within 30 seconds good job (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the first time that happened to me when I got bot uh, uh, bot raided, I had to manually delete 140 people. Oh, that took so long. It was me and my mods just sitting there going, eh, <laughs> "Kill them all slowly." <laughs> See, my favorite was when you had the IP hackers, the ones if you clicked on their name, they hack your IP. Yeah, and I was just there like, "Guys, you fucked up. What? <laughs> VPN, right?" <laughs> good oh, luck trying it. to hack me all of the bots were because it was playing last of us 2 and all the names were spoilers that was what the oh. bots were all the bots were spoilers of the game and i'm like See, you bastards i'm really enjoying this game piss off <laughs> i had the first time i ever got bot spammed was and mine's never actually been in twitch mine's been in discord and the first time was actually during my 36 hour charity stream we had racists uh join the voice chat that we were in because we were in the public one at the time and they were just started spanning the m-word and really really racist and homophobic shit and what the fuck? 
it was made it was fucked and it was just repetitive and then we found out and i was doing a charity stream for mental health and then when That's it finished so when we when it finished i looked back and found out that three people under the same name as them had clipped it as barlow is a racist so they had bots come in blast your discord and then clipped it clipped it to make it look like it was me wow and then we also had uh, a couple months later someone joined the discord they did the verification thing to get in and then they spammed uh, basically like dead baby uh, pictures and websites in uh, all the chats what the actual fuck i i hate i hate people that do that and find it fun like how i don't get it i, I don't get it that mentality is interesting to me very interesting to me yeah. you're just like how do you get anything from this I don't know. But on that bombshell, we could really put a dark humor joke in there, but we're not going to. We're not going because then I will get myself cancelled. Um, that's a good point. This has, been, People, this has been the redacted podcast. <laughs> People don't need to try and cancel me. I will cancel myself. Like, come yeah. on. You're like, just give me some time. It's fine. Like, it was like someone said to Chance, you're going to get cancelled. He was just like, I know. I'm fully aware of that. But, Keith, I want to say a massive thank you. Not uh, a problem. It's been uh, really would... enjoyable. We've got very distracted as always, which is good. Uh, segways are always fun. <laughs> That's true. Swagways are good fun as well. Right, don't. My brain tried to translate that. And my dyslexia made that difficult. Ah, the Liz Dexia strikes again. <laughs> oh no, don't do that. <laughs> People do that shit to me all the time and I'm sitting there going... I blame the dyslexia. actually pronounced? <laughs> oh, no. Right. I want to say thank you to everyone for listening. Thank you, Vikita, for joining us. Thank you all for joining in. This was a lot of fun. I want to say thank you to Stacey for the migraine. And uh, I will see you guys <laughs> in the next issue. Peace. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.